I got two questions from my wife right now. I know it's coming straight from the barracks. Let's see what these two questions... I got two questions. Hey, wait, right it's now. coming from Tim. She's I don't know. She's sitting next to Tim. She said, how often does he watch... How often does he watch bees videos? Yeah, that's coming from Tim. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tim has Tim created these videos called bees videos. Okay. And uh, they're incredible. Okay. Dude, they're so good. Skate it's, videos or just... Yeah, yeah. It's from... Uh, it's, it's from like... Uh, wisconsin okay like uh milwaukee and stuff like and uh and like it's, it's just a homey video but okay. it's comedic timing and whatnot it's like these dudes are having a great time it's like jackass vibes or uh no no because they're not like they're not doing stuff to yeah. each other it's like there's one part of the of the video where this <laughs> they have like a cat's face like like photoshopped and like cut out on like a just a plain background okay and it's going with the music and the cat like opens up its mouth and bees start flying out of its <laughs> mouth and going back into its ear or something like that like and it's just like cycling and dude i remember laughing my ass off like i can find them on youtube probably i bet you can i mean you need to ask moon and then he actually She's wins gonna... wins hot wax as you're the band you're band yeah that's my fake band well, how is it fake? Did you guys never play Joe's? We never played. We okay. weren't a band. So who was in the band? <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> so Hot Wax was we would dress up as like an eighties hair metal band. That's awesome. And it was a fake eighties hair metal band. And we thought about like what would be the cheesiest, most most like eighties hair metal band name. And so it was Hot Wax. And then everybody had like crews, like like skate crews, and ours just ended up being the Hot Wax Crew, which was the name of our fake '80s hair metal band. Okay, got you. And so, <laughs> and so, yeah, we would like we even had like band photo shoots and stuff like that, but we never ever did anything. No songs or practice stuff. Like no, that? we. You know what's funny is we wrote like eleven, eleven Garage Band uh, hip hop songs. Wow. Yeah. And they are <laughs> ruthless. Like, they're basically just joke songs. Who's singing them? It's just uh, Tom Ass is so on he, one, <laughs> uh, Ian, uh, Justin, myself, Kyle, Pomp, Horn. Uh, It'd be bad if these songs came out. Chachi. It's too wild. Oh, they're wild as shit. Okay. Like, they need to stay <laughs> exactly. This is not the climate for them to come out. Yeah, it's too no, wild. No, hell no. Yeah. Um, it's the- <laughs> it was like we had songs like locals only where we're just oh, talking yeah, yeah. shit about mm-hmm. people in our town and like it's just funny <laughs> we she, we've talked shit about ourselves too like i'm sure yeah like one of one of the things is like locals only where you're just talking shit about like somebody from your local town <laughs> like a dude that works at your work and stuff like that and then ian picked himself to talk shit on nice. so he just talked shit about himself <laughs> so good so did you ever want to play music, like play play guitar in a band or? Oh yeah, it's it's totally that thing where like my my passion and hobby became my life. Yeah. And so you you have other dreams, and my, the other dream would be to like win a battle of the bands or be able to like play music and be and we talked about it to be a singer and sing. God, nobody wants to sing as bad as I do. Nobody, nobody. <laughs> I want to be able to sing like 
powerfully and beautifully more than anybody. But what would you do to take it to that level? Would you actually take singing lessons? Would you be serious about it? Or is just something that you think you can't accomplish? Because I feel like everything you said you could do, you've accomplished. Totally. But like there are things like dunk a basketball where like, you know, like you have to be God given some, something. Okay. Okay. That's that's a good one. That's a good point. So yeah, like I also could have been a really good football player, except for if you've seen a football player lately, (laughs) dudes are born different. They're back then. Maybe. yeah. Yeah. They're fucking huge and they're fast. And like, you're just, there's a reason why they all get hurt. But could you learn to say, I said, Chris, learn this H2O song, and next time we play in LA, I'm gonna have you come up play live. Have you ever played on a stage live with a band? No, just karaoke. So I can make your dream come true. No, please don't, <laughs> <laughs> dude. It's I'll skate in front of ten thousand. I know, but like the idea of being on stage in front of people who like it's such a rush, man. Oof. It's, it's a different rush than skateboarding, man. It's it's a rush. It's it's incredible, man. From all the karaoke I've done, I kind of feel like I know. <laughs> I love karaoke, though. I gotta say, at least I love to do karaoke. See so you do karaoke, dude. It's do you do karaoke? I do. I've done it in, only done Japan every time I've been there. Really, only in Japan, and it's so fun. It's you know what? That's the funniest thing because I feel like singers of bands are the last people to ever do karaoke. It's, I did feel weird doing it, to be honest. Yeah. I guess because I don't know. then you have to do your best. Then if you're if if that's if if you're a singer in a band, you can't go up there and like be bad at karaoke. But if you're not a singer, you get away yeah. with being bad. You know what I'm saying? So it's like and it's, it's whatever totally. songs they pick for me. And my friends picked a hard one. I think I don't know. It's hard, man. Well, that's that's the thing because there are like I you said that I got the pipes for Eddie Money, but Eddie Money, mm. his pipes are different than mine. <laughs> like I have the pipes for like some Elton John. Some, okay. right? He has like a certain sort of like deep gruff to him. Whereas like, I can't go up at all. So I need a partner to be able to do the high notes and yeah, I'll bring can, in the low end. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm, I would love to be a background singer. You know what I mean? You're still very, you still can accomplish these things though. These are, these are things that and being a, a studio guitarist. Oh yeah. To play soft rock solos. It's pretty just cool. Just turn man. your turn your guitar. Yo, people into listening a voice. out there, pay attention to this stuff. This guy has some goals that maybe we could help happen. Well, there's a there's a guy on uh, Instagram called K Firo, like like K F I R O, and he plays incredible guitar and he turns his guitar into a voice, right? Like it's just it's just a a voice, and he's so good at it. And I've like, seen this, man. I'm like, that dude nails it. That dude does what I wish I could do. Is it just him? They're shredding to all every every kind of song. Yeah, and yeah, and he'll play like, um, like well-known songs, like like the Coffin Dance song. Does he do other things too, like hip hop or different styles? Yeah, I think it's a guy. I think this is yeah. It, man. He'll he'll and and he'll do he'll do like like a Post Malone song. Yes, and, and he'll play like the vocal part of it. Even and it would do like a Tupac song I saw. He did like a Rage Against the Machine, maybe. I yep. know this is dude. He's sitting on his That's porch. And he's just, it's incredible. I sent it to my yeah. friend. It's incredible. And all he's of a sudden, like he's playing the bass and guitar at the same time. Yeah, because he's just really good. He's really wow, good. Wow, man, he is incredible. Yeah, he's great. And he uh and or he'll have like a looper pedal, and already like the backup track that he that he just played on the looper pedal is already good. Okay. You know, like he's filling out the sound with an incredible backup that he just played on the looper. <laughs> Do you have a favorite guitarist? Like somebody looked up to? 
Yeah, Alexi. Alexi's the dude. Alexi Leho from uh, Children of Bodom. Okay. But like, yeah, I mean, I have a lot of them. Like, I have a, everybody, I have a, everybody has that one guy. I forgot his name, man. Sivai? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, Joe Satriani's that, yeah, the shit. Too. Okay. And Joe taught Steve Vai how to play guitar. Okay. And Kirk Hammett. Oh. So okay. he taught both of those dudes. Okay, I didn't know and that. And you're like, yo, that's that on your resume alone is already mm-hmm. like, you're the shit. Prince is amazing too. I think he's very underrated as totally. a guitar player. Absolutely. He's Shredder, man. And also he did the right things. You know, it wasn't just like, look at how many notes I can play. He was playing like, like really good. Like there's only three notes and he's doing some bends to, to get there. You know, like yeah. he's only playing three frets, but he's playing them right. Yeah. You know, he's, 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 yeah. he's just perfect, man. Yeah. He, he ripped. And it's, it's funny when you see the videos of him kind of come out, like beat that ass on the guitar and then like throw the guitar off. And he's like, <laughs> now he's back to, now he's back dancing. Yeah. Um, do you have any, <laughs> fa- you have any favorite, 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 uh, musicians or bands that you love? Oh yeah. Um, you have a top five, top five right now is, uh, Children of Bodom, Smashing Pumpkins, Every Time I Die, The Sword, Elton John. Wow. It's super diverse. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, that's right? a great one, man. You know what? I've Elton been really, John. Wow, left I field. I like that. Love Elton John. Oh. So many hits, man. Sir Elton John. What a stud. Um, <laughs> you know who I've been really feeling too, and I always listen to on my way home from a long drive? Once I hit... Like if I'm coming home from LA, once I hit Pendleton, it's almost exclusively Whitney Houston all the way home. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting too. Whitney Houston rips, dude. She, rips. She's amazing songs, amazing singers too. So good. And but, you hear you hear like the there's there's like such power. Somehow they've captured it in the recording. Mm-hmm. If you know to listen for it, you can hear that power come through. Okay. In certain moments of the song, where you're like, "Yo." Yeah, you ever seen the Whitney doc? No. It just came out. It's, it's heavy. You should see it though. It's amazing. Yeah. I, well, it doesn't. That her life story doesn't give you all the good feels. As you know? the songs do. You know. No, I and know. It, it, the life story is rough, so you know that it's not going to end great. But mm. it's still worth a watch. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. She's incredible, man. That's pretty. That's pretty. Elton John, Whitney Houston. Wow. Right though, I mean, like, oh. But when's the last time you listened to Thirty Six Chambers? Oh shit! Not long ago. You know why? I want to bring back Cold Tang so bad, man. You want to bring him back so bad? I know Vern shit. does. Oh, I want to yeah. bring Cold Tang back. You oh, have that shirt I, still? No, <sighs> I don't know where that shirt is. But I know, like, I mean, Vern witness that shirt probably more than i did that's a good birthday present i think for Vern. no for you like i bring it back like an airbrush like dude we should make a Vern tang shirt (laughs) 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 maybe maybe like on like your 50s a wave or something like that yeah just like like what year will i be able to wear a shirt with my name on it again like what year do i not give a shit um (laughs) you know what would be your favorite trick One one that you still love doing it can still do it to this day that's a good one. Oh, I can still do. Cause you're getting older, man. Oh yeah, I can still do all the tricks. Um, which 
like which trick I've ever done or what trick do I like doing? You still love doing. It never gets old. Oh. That's, you know what? I kind of realized I really like shove it heel flips. Okay. They feel cool. Yeah. Tray flips always feel cool, but like I feel like people do them too much, mm-hmm. but they're great. Um, A good crooked grind. Sick too, yeah. Good crooked grind. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite move is to go fast at something like a gap and ollie it and completely clear it by like so much. Okay. But you've made it so that you can land nice and smooth, like a plane lands. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's because nice. you just blasted super far. Yeah. That's my favorite trick. That's just fun. That's like that's just oh, that's cool. It's the best. It's the best, especially like when you know you've got that ollie. Mm-hmm. If you don't, though, you're bummed. Yeah. You kick it out and you're like flying <laughs> in the air. Does, so as you get older, does it feel different doing those tricks? Like different, obviously different body aches and different. That's the, yeah, the difference is that I have to like stretch my hips more um, because of just like years and years of scar tissue build up and stuff like that. I have to stretch my hips because you're like your hip gets tight and it tightens up your hip flexors which pulls on your lower your lower back on your mm-hmm. spine pulls on your vertebrae right there and it also messes with your knee Ooh. so your knee starts to hurt and your it bands start to hurt and you're like this sucks so you have to stretch your hips and get those things open and just warm up properly yeah and then you're good to go mm-hmm. and you're having a great time so that really works all that stretching really works totally go. and and eating better Mm. like making sure that you eat like if you eat a healthy breakfast that has all the right sort of like um like the right type of fats and things like that to really give you that juice yeah like if i if i eat avocado in the morning i have way more energy throughout the day way more i'm gonna try that actually dude avocados are like they're just an avocado in the morning like a yeah, like if you like, I eat other stuff too because I'll I'll eat eggs mm-hmm. and eggs, high grain toast, bunch of water, avocado, d- a completely different day for me. Wow, especially man. since you run. Yeah, like you gotta like you want to burn that energy. Avocado is the way to go. Okay, I was. Fun. I'm gonna add that to my diet. Actually, I have avocado, but not in the morning. That sounds awesome with something. You know what? I went to the barracks for uh, run and gun, right? And I went half. You get 24 hours to be locked in the park. What I decided to do was take half of one day and then the morning half of the next day. Okay. And I went for the half of the one day and I drained myself so instantly. Like I, I like I was just done. Okay. Like pretty fast. And I was, I was pretty concerned about the next day. Like, dude, what am I going to do? So I talked to, uh, I talked to this dude, Jay Marr, who I was like, I was going and he was like training me like uh physical therapist style like and I was working out with him I asked him like hey what do I do right and he's like here's your diet for the next morning and he told me that thing that I just told you and a pinch of Himalayan sea salt in the water Mm. right and so I did that and I came back that next morning and I was a different human being holy shit Himalayan salt in the water too yeah like a pinch of it um and it just helps your body like retain the water and not not just instantly just sweat and piss it out. Like so you, you hold some you do all the time now. 
only when it's only when it's necessary yeah. only when it's like i try to drink way more water nowadays because I, I find myself getting dehydrated because you drink coffee and that dehydrates you right yeah there's like diuretics all over the place and also like if you if you drink alcohol that's a diuretic too okay. and that's i mean people are like hung over people get hangovers and usually it's just how your body deals with the sugars and mm -hmm. the and the the dehydration that's your that is your hangover mm -hmm. but like i get migraines and it doesn't happen that often um but it happens like like a couple times a year i heard that's brutal man i never have one dude they're awful they're on some like don't keep a gun in your house if you get migraines because you go into a dark room and stuff too it's like yeah dark dark room you can't see everything hurts your scary, eyes hurt man. and it's it's four hours every every time four hours exactly wow um the the things that work for me are weed, uh, Aleve, 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 because uh, ibuprofen and acetaminophen don't work the same as naproxen, and naproxen works uh, better for a migraine because a migraine follows the same patterns on the top lobes of the brain okay. as a stroke does, Okay, and Aleve works better with that type of uh, that type of symptom. Interesting. Yeah, isn't that weird? It's crazy. My doctor said, like, have you tried naproxen? Try a leave. And I tried a leave and it was incredible. So okay. I but also the number one reason for migraines is dehydration. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. So every time my kids start to like get a headache, I'm like, drink water. It's funny how fast that works and when you that you do have a headache and you drink water. Dude. How fast it goes away. You know you're in tune with your body. You know what I mean? Yep. And also, if you can make drinking water cool and fun, lemon in there, whatever, yeah, just whatever you got to do, dude. Just get that, <laughs> get that water. Just be like, I'm, I'm pounding water. Like, look how much water I drank. Like, it's like, especially a, for kids, obviously, because a lot of kids don't like drink water. Oh my God, no, they don't. And I remember being a kid, and I didn't either. I remember drinking just like so many Pepsi's, and <laughs> it's just like, look at all the Pepsi's I drank today. Do you um do you get lots of body pains throughout your life like always always sore? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think that I'm probably I probably have a little bit more of a dull like a more of a pain tolerance mm -hmm. because I imagine my body's in more pain than I know. Totally. Right? Yeah. But you know, you do notice pain more like in your in your mid 20s you don't notice pain you're a, you're an animal yeah you know all the way to 30 and then like 32 rolls around like things hurt a little bit more take a little bit longer to heal mm -hmm. bruises don't go away as fast a shinner just stays forever <laughs> yeah. right and so that's that's the weirdest thing is like i'll get a shinner and like wonder why it's like it's still there like three weeks later i'm Dang. like why is this thing still here you know it's just when you get older that's it you know did you ever did you ever feel like quitting at all skateboarding ever one time there was i remember it i was out front of my mom's house i was skating the curb and uh god what was i on i was probably skating a god i was i, was, I think i was skating a, a fred smith oh sick an alvis an alva Sick. fred smith a random model i actually cool. called alva offices like a couple months ago trying to get the graphic but mm -hmm. um 
but it was a random model and I was a kid, right? And this board was huge, right? So when it would hit you in the shin, it would be catastrophic, right? And I got hit in the shin like a couple times in the same spot. If you get hit twice in the same spot, it it makes you want to barf. Yeah, it's brutal. So I got hit and it was the only time I remember like being so frustrated by the trick and then getting hit for the second or third time in the same spot on my shin and just being like in tears walking in the house like like I want I wanted to be done. Mm. And I was back out in like a record amount of time. I was like back out yeah. front in like an hour. That was it. That was the only time ever ever. You never got burnt on the business or the industry and all that stuff. No, I mean I you know what's funny is I think I've separated that. I've That's been awesome. I've been burnt on like the industry and the business of it, but it's mm. never changed my skateboarding. Your love for skateboarding. Yeah. You know, I, and I think, I feel like people are like that. Um, people say things like skateboarding in the Olympics, like they'll be so against it. And they're just like, they're vehemently like this ruins skateboarding, things like that. Right. Like people are inflammatory. Nothing ruins your skateboarding no. with your friends. No. Right. Out front, like our experience out front of the house on the curb in the parking lots like building a ramp all that stuff doesn't get altered by anything no not at all man you know so i've i've been able to separate the the things of the industry that have been that have been a that have been a bummer i i can it's almost can comparison we talked about the other day that's like the impossible burger coming out and going into mcdonald's yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like nobody. Yeah, people want to hate it. It doesn't affect me being vegan. It doesn't affect my way of living. It, it, and I don't have to go eat it. Like I, I don't. I, I'm still going to be a skater. I don't have to support the Olympics. I don't have to support Burger King. But it's, it's an opportunity for something to take it to the next level. And for skateboarding to be Olympics, to me, not being a pro skater, I think it's freaking amazing because you go from being chased by the police and getting kicked out of every place growing up. To it wasn't it was just something to do and fun with your friends. Then it becomes like actual sport. Then it becomes a career. Yeah, it becomes like and also like the then the Impossible Burger is like they're doing better for their themselves as a company, mm-hmm. which in turn is is better. It's it just, helps. All, yeah, man. it helps. Right. Totally. Like if P Rod right now hosted the the Teen Choice Awards or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be like whoa sell out, bro. I'm gonna be like that's great. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. You know, like totally some, like a good for him. I, I, I hope that was like, like lucrative. It was a great experience. Yeah. You had fun. I hope that for my friend. Yeah. And then also some kid might've been watching that and just like being like, wait, that dude's a skater. I like his style. I like how that dude looks and how he carries himself. I want to look into skateboarding too. Exactly. Great. It helps everybody. It trickles down to all independent uh, skate shops. That's it. Skate companies. Yeah. And so that, and the Impossible Burger trickles down to all like the vegans and it helps the animals and the planet. It helps the everything, man. Totally. But I, 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 I do get where people, it's the same thing as like, you know, if you're playing in the basement to 10 kids and then the two weeks later you get a record deal and then you play out to more crowds and people are like, oh my God, you sold out. You're like, you're not, you're not mine anymore. You're like not this, mine this anymore. This thing is just ours. Oh, now it's in Olympics. Oh, it's not cool anymore. Or something like that. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's not for the, it's only for us. It's not for all, the whole world. Should not, we're like, yeah. we're the black sheep and all that and stuff. And also like the hard part is like, if you can address those, if you can address those people and talk to them about their feelings individually, 
they would they uh, pe- most people are good yeah most people will be reasonable mm-hmm. and they'll be like yeah you know i just feel like this and you can address those feelings with them <laughs> you know and once you talk to them yeah yeah, yeah 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 and they'd be like yeah you know i just miss the shows where like it was just us and be like you know what man i miss those shows too you know maybe we should play more like like small small gigs and like like secret shows and how should we go Bring about that? that? How should mm-hmm. we go about that? Like in your opinion, and then they can come up with ideas and, you know, like, I don't know. I, I feel like conversations are pretty important to have and they're not really, a lot of them aren't being had nowadays with social media not at all, man. and how divisive things are. hundred percent, man. It's very just having divisive. a conversation, just like, just like not being on our phones for this, how long we on the phone. It's so, so nice to talk to a person. Dude. Inc- it's incredible to talk to a person. You know what I mean? Like it's not like that no more. Yeah. Let alone even have an argument on the internet or any of that stuff. It's like not even worth oh, dude. anybody's time. Because there's so much, so much is lost in how you, and how you say those words, mm-hmm. you know, just yeah. like if, if you get like a court, like a court reading of these words you said, <laughs> yeah. they could sound terrible, mm-hmm. right? Or they could, or you put some like compassion behind them and they sound great. Yeah. You know, it's the same words. It's just how you say it. And I think that people can people can pick that up and be like, you know what? This guy Toby, he like cares about his fans and playing those small shows. He cares he sees us. So like I feel good about this. Like and I and I want them to have success. (laughs) You know? I've changed my point of view. I do miss that, but Mm -hmm. I'm happy for them. Yeah. Just like your kid goes to college, you're gonna be sad that your kid's gone. You're happy that your kid's going to college. Exactly. You know? Exactly. All right, almost done. I have a question. This is a hard question. Some people say they don't. Some most some people say they do. You have any regrets? I have so many regrets. Is there one that like stands out to you that um Yeah. Um I regret I regret my my brain didn't grow up. Okay. And and had like I'm a listening. Peter Pan syndrome. Even if mm. I even if I were more adult than a lot of my counterparts in in like the industry. I'm listening, yep. I definitely uh I definitely feel like the connection to my to my brain of like how to put effort into things that weren't just skateboarding and like be able to juggle that and have that desire to do hard things and hard work that I didn't necessarily like doing. Yeah. There were some things like being a parent that I did do, but a lot of things that, that I just be like, ah, I really don't feel like doing that. And instead of going about it and doing it, I would just be like, Oh, let me procrastinate and not have to do that. You mean like pushing off stuff that made you an adult because you loved being, doing what you love and traveling and precisely yeah same thing precisely. that's the same thing as a musician i feel like yeah i'm still a kid is i know i'm 50 years old and 50 year old man's body but i feel very young and yeah. it's because i do what i love i think and i play music and, I'm, and i think playing music keeps you young it just i think doing what you love that makes you happy keeps you young i feel like that it does and but you also have to combat that and be like look everybody else is growing up around me and they and they seem to be able to handle this type of situation not not they seem to handle these things head on and i'm not doing that because i don't feel like it whether that be taxes or mm. 
you know, or so it's grown up stuff, man. Yeah, budget. Like it's just grown up stuff that <laughs> you, you didn't want to do. You have to do. You have to do these things. And but did you not have to do it because you had people doing it for you? Exactly. Okay. That's the thing. You have somebody else doing it for you, mm-hmm. and you and and like I'm still guilty of it. I'm still guilty of yeah. like these things. Like I would say, I am. It's too. like that Lard song where he's like nowadays most of us and he talks about like having somebody purchase your theater tickets and clean your house and and like you know make sure of this thing and this thing and this thing we want somebody else to do all these things Mm -hmm. you know like like do your yard work like and we're we're all kind of guilty of it like we we live this you do your own yard work Hell no. Neither do I. But no. I'm, think, I'm thinking about getting rid of the person and just buying a lawnmower and doing it myself. And man. just doing it yourself. I know. Because but you're like, well, time is money. How much How much money versus time is, is working? I'll and make it, my son do it. Make him, he cut the grass. Well, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> it, there's that too. It's like, yeah. you know, teaching your kids those lessons of like, yeah, this stuff sucks. Because you want your kids to have like a, a good life. Yes. But you... But you also want them, you don't want them to have as colorful a life as you had, but you also want them to have these stories that you have when they're grown up. Like you don't and want also them to be like, oh, for, I kind of didn't do anything. And also work for their stuff too. And, and work like, for their stuff. And hustle for it. So it's, it, yeah, it's, it's tough. It is tough. It's tough to really balance that reality because I feel like being in a band and touring, and that's fantasy. Like when I'm on tour and I have no responsibilities and I'm away from my family and I'm just playing 40 minutes to an hour a night, that's all I have to do in the whole day, nothing else. Sleep all day in the bus, go to these different cities. That's right. It's just like, it's not, it's not I'm not responsible. I'm just like with my yeah. friends talking like sailors, like where it's young, it's a young yeah. man's game. Even though we're not young, but like, but then coming home, it's straight to reality, man. Yeah, dude, there's that. And, and what you're saying with that is it's true. It's like, there's this, um, stress is the same. It's the same feeling, whether it's real or it's not real, right? Mm-hmm. Your experience, your feelings are real. And so that's another regret is that I didn't, I, I kind of put off stress and hid from the stress because it would stress me out quickly and I, so i put away these things that i didn't want to do because you lived in your bubble kind of i lived in my bubble and, I, and I, I put away these things i didn't want to do right because they felt stressful and and then i felt overwhelmed and stressed out by the littlest things so you're like yeah we have to play 40 minutes a day other than that i'm just hanging out doing nothing but i bet you felt busy at times totally you felt like oh man i can't I felt like I couldn't take guitar lessons because I just didn't have like what I have to be there on Thursday at this time, you know, like what if I want to be somewhere else at that time? So like, I can't because like, then I won't be able to just do whatever the hell I want whenever the hell I want. Yeah. And it's like, then I had a kid and I was like, oh my God, I had so much time, but now I don't have time because Mm -hmm. like now I got this. And then I like, started to get busier and had another kid and I'm like, Oh my God, I have no time. (laughs) And so now I'm thinking, dude, I have no time. I have so much time. Yeah. I have so much time. You do. Especially now, now in this reality too. Oh, in COVID I could Mm -hmm. be, I could be, I could be a, I could be a session guitarist right now. If I had dealt with that stress situation, people becoming cooks, people becoming handyman during this whole lockdown. Like you could, you could have been a singer, man. I could have been a singer (laughs) in a rock and roll band. Do your kids skate? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Um, it's awesome. Yeah. Wyatt skates a little bit. Penelope can skate. She was definitely born with talent. Um, 
but doesn't really skate. But it's 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 probably very stressful, you know, for them to be like mm-hmm. the like my son to be the son of, you know. I, I, yeah, hundred percent. I feel probably, that too. That's probably pretty tough. That's why I'm glad my son plays the drums. It does nothing that I do, and I can't play the drums. He surfs. I can't surf. That's, he, he's, he's a street skater. I can't street skate. That's so funny. That's like Riley Hawk. Riley mm-hmm. Hawk is like an incredible street skater. Dad, <laughs> Dad just skates right. Like so good. Yeah. Like yeah. He, he was definitely given this talent. He has this talent, and like. You think he can do a trick his dad can't do though? That that's a that's a hard question. That's a hard. He can he he totally can do tricks that his dad can't do. Okay. Just because the application doesn't work, okay. and Riley's extremely good. Okay. Like he's so like he did, I mean psycho tricks, but <laughs> but as like equivalency, like if you were just like that trick, and it's and how hard it is, mm-hmm. but on vert, no. Yeah. Okay. Not not a chance. Okay. Tony can do all of it on vert. All of it. So and still do it. Yeah, right it, now. It's crazy, man. It's so cool. Um <laughs> like like what a hero. What an actual hero. He should probably be a G.I. Joe, right? I wow. Would, he like he was a Simpsons yeah. character. Why doesn't he have a G.I. Joe? He is an action hero. I mean, he's he's phenomenal, man. Yeah. I'm actually we're gonna check out his son's coffee shop on the way home, I think. Oh nice. Already has one. Yeah, it's right in Oceanside. What about the the Maloofs? They never paid you a million dollars. Never paid me a million dollars, but they never did that contest. Mm. So and it also it was it was just a ploy to get Street League's exclusivity contract to yeah. break. And they were like, ah, this'll get them. And then Rob's <laughs> like Rob's like, Oh yeah, you can go do that contest. Take their million. And then they're like, Ah damn. Are they still around? No. Nah. They started doing contests somewhere else because we had a contract that said if oh. they if they do another contest in the United States, they have to offer me this mill. Are you for real? Yeah. And uh, I forget wow. for how many years it was. So maybe they're just <laughs> wait they're just waiting till I can't win it, you know? <laughs> they're like, Okay, he's gone. The Maloose. <laughs> um, is there a trick that you never got you never learned that you wish you did? Like a make twist. Inverts. Inverts. That's I love it. it. I'm gonna do an invert today. Oh, oh my god. I'm god. I want to do an invert so <laughs> bad. And like it's just such it's like the skateboard trick. Like like if I think like <laughs> like skateboarding, I think of a dude just fully like hand cranked plan. up on a on a ramp. Like, I love hand plants, dude. That's my I, I love vert. That's my whole thing, but I do love hand I like Madonna's dude so much. Yeah. Madonna airs? They're cool. Sick. You ever try one? Yeah, I've done them. Okay. I've done them, but never on vert. And uh, and also, like, I think my Madonna is, like, it's not as much my board launching up to my hand and my leg being really far down as it is I reach down, grab my board, kick off my foot a little bit. Mm. I've never gotten, like, full extension. I've never straightened okay. my knee. You oh, know. straight uni. Okay, yeah. I don't know if I did that either. I like a crossbone. Crossbone. Oh yeah. Like full, like Chris Miller style. Like crank. Chris Miller. Nobody talks about Chris Miller. He was incredible, man. Yeah. Incredible. Chris Miller gets talked about in like the inner circle. Is he still know? around? Yeah, I see, I see him in Oceanside. Like I, I ate at campfire man. one night and he was in there. He had great indie airs and great front sides and like. He dude, the crossbone, the like straight, oh, right. the straight up sort of backside shifty front side air oh, that yeah, he does, yeah. oh, where yeah, he cranks yeah, yeah. and then pulls it back around. 
that's one of those the sickest move and i i was i asked tony hawk for uh for tips on it really yeah i was like how do i do this and he's like just straighten your back leg and it'll look like a crossbone from some angle <laughs> i love japan airs dude those were s- tony hawk are the best japan airs he's, man he's got a, a wicked one and mike carroll has okay. a psycho good one okay but like and sal barbier obviously but like there weren't too many dudes it was like tommy guerrero uh, and like a couple other dudes had good Japan airs. Everybody else had weird mutes. Okay, weird mute airs, yeah. Weird mute grabs. They weren't like cranking it. I like Jeff Phillips had a great Madonna air. And boneless. Yeah. He had a great front side boneless too. You know what's a good one is like the fast plants. Fast plants. Fast plants are sick. And I, I don't understand how you take off your back foot like that. Who do I remember who did those really good. Uh, not Rob Roscop. Um. Dwayne Peters. Not Neil Blender. Yeah, D- Dwayne Peters for sure. He had him in uh who oh, it was like a bigger act. Grosso. Grosso? Yeah, Grosso. Grosso had yeah. him really good. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was somebody else who had him too. Tom Boyle. Tom Boyle had him. Remember Tony Magnuson? Tony Magnuson? Mm-hmm. He was ill with the airs and It seems so free and fun and rad. What, Vert and Flying in the Sky? Yeah, Flying in the Sky. Dude, Christian Soy with the what I, oh my I just God. don't know if I'd be able to like transfer all of what i know over there as quickly as my brain would transfer my brain would be like okay my brain would be like yeah you should totally try cab heel flip indies meanwhile i'm like (laughs) not ready and i'll fully pop an ollie off of the off of the lip and go flying (laughs) did you do good vert tricks though when i skated vert i I did a couple i did i did i did it i did one kickflip indie and i felt like i was like that was like my that's pretty that sick. was my peak i did mm-hmm. it <laughs> even like a rail slide like cabs rail slides and pools oh man that seems so fun especially in a pool because it starts to to turn toward you mm-hmm. so it holds you in that spot so you're you're in the face ready to pull back in but you're still like connecting mm-hmm. you're not like getting away from the coping did you like freestyles like pro willander obviously rodney mullen I did, which is funny because we talked about how I didn't like runs because it felt like a figure skater. Yeah. But I thought freestyle skating was cool. Rocco, Steve Rocco. You know what freestyle skating I really do like is freestyle skating not on that stupid little board. Okay. So when when uh, when Rodney would do freestyle stuff on a, on a normal skateboard or like an old school board, mm-hmm. I was like sold. Okay. That was so sick. You know, I never see him do that. I think only little boards. Yeah, dude, watch uh, Plan B Secondhand Smoke. Okay, he does like a a couple tricks, and then his globe part, he does a lot of freestyle stuff, and he like started to integrate the freestyle stuff with his street stuff. So he would do like he'd be back five owing a picnic table, and then wow. he'd reach down and grab the nose and do like a shove it flip, shove it finger flip Jesus, with the nose dude. with his hand on it, mm-hmm. and you're like. You're the shit. He's so ill, man. He's so ill. I used to skate. I would skate vert on a Roddy Mullen freestyle board. What? My whole thing was freestyle boards on ramps. I'll send you pictures. And that's psycho, dude. And I won. I was in the Narragansett skate contest, and Fred Smith was there too. I got second place in my freestyle contest. That was uh, in Thrasher Magazine, 1983. Sick. And there's a picture of all of us on the ramp together, and I'm on the top. I'm waving. It's like. All my friends, Fred Smith, like a whole crew. 
That's pretty cool. That was, that was like my main thing, like getting into Rapture. That was pretty. I'm sure you've been into Rapture with all that stuff. I've been. Yeah. A couple covers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> How many covers? How many covers? Of Thrasher? Yeah. I can think of, wait, four. Can you be on Transworld and Thrasher? Yeah. Okay. You've been you on can. Transworld? Not the same month, usually. Okay. <laughs> I've been on Transworld. I've been on Thrasher. What was your first cover that like, what was your first cover? Oh, goodness. Of a mag like that. I like, wonder. I don't know. Um, I th- It was... Hmm. Probably Thrasher before Transworld, maybe. I don't know, maybe not. There was a buyer's guide I got the cover of. <laughs> Catalogs. That might have been that might have been the first one. Um, yeah, I don't know when I when I first got the cover. I think all of my covers were because of something. Okay. That I was doing, except for like there were a few things that were just good strong photos. Yeah. But usually it was like scare of the year. I won Wallenberg or. You know, there was reader's choice thing and buyer's guides and stuff like that. Was that exciting to be on Thrasher? I'm sure, right? Oh, dude, there's something special where like every now and then I'll think about the name Thrasher and it'll hit me. (laughs) It'll hit me in my memory bank that brings me back to what that name meant. Yeah. Back when I was a kid Mm -hmm. that you can't really tap into that feeling anymore. Got you. Just because you're like grown up and this name has been there for so long that it's not hitting you the same way that it used to. Yeah. But every now and then I can think about it and I can find that feeling again. It's awesome, man. I have a really, really, really rad Thrasher shirt that's like from back in the day. It's a puss head shirt. Has mm. a dude like has a dude like skating a launch ramp, like a three shot sequence of a dude skating a launch ramp, and then there's this puss head drawing of like homeboy doing like a judo air sick looking like casey jones i <laughs> did with a mask it's That's so awesome good. It's so good you maybe have to look at sequence shots in magazines to learn tricks and not have videos so it's totally only, that was crazy man just have to walk through the picture yep I, I can think of one right now uh anthony <laughs> anthony oglesby doing a pressure flip on a bank and he's carving up like he would do a front side carve on okay. the on the bank and he carves up it and he does a pressure flip and it goes all the way like you know 180 and then he lands on his back wheels and he and he sweeps it front side down the bank and like i remember staring at it and just going like that's how you do it that's where his foot is like i see it you study that stuff yeah yeah Yeah. i see it that's that's how he did it if his foot was on the side right behind the wheel that's where he gets that pressure you taught my son how to do a kickflip Tray flip. Tray flip, tray flip, yeah. And he did it, dude. He, did, he was yeah. so psyched. <laughs> yeah, I remember at the barracks. It was rad, though, because <laughs> he had the dedication. He was like, he was going to tray flip that night. Mm-hmm. Like, come hell or high water. If he couldn't do it flat, he was going to start doing it off the ledge. You yeah. If it, like, <laughs> if it didn't rotate, he was going to find a way. That's the thing about skateboarding I love, that you, you, would, you, you wouldn't have a phone. You could do it by yourself or with friends and you try a trick all day over and over again by yourself in a parking lot till you get the trick. And when you finally get the trick, it's, it's an amazing feeling. It's a high that it's unexplainable. And you do that the next day for the next trick or, you know what I mean? Like just how you just short term goals, falling down, cutting your knees, just getting hurt, bloody yep. just to learn the trick. That's such an amazing thing. Yeah. man. Like you're dying for it. Mm-hmm. Like you need it so badly that <laughs> it's worth, it's worth any sacrifice to make that move happen and you're doing it and doing it and doing it all day long and then you meet that goal and you don't even have to think about the next goal 
the next short-term goal is laid out already. You know what you're doing next instantly. Yeah. And like, or you go skating and you're just having fun and then the goal presents itself. Yeah. You know, like yeah. the challenge pops up where mm-hmm. you're just like, you tried something random, you got kind of close and now you're trying to do a pressure flip nose slide on a curb. Yeah. And that's the new goal. <laughs> and what's weird is it still happens. Like I've been skating for 30 years and it still happens every time I go skate. Wow. Every time I go skate, something presents itself and I'm still learning tricks and I learn still learning. I learn a new trick at least every week. Wow. At very least. But I, like I, most days I go out, I learn something new. A trick that you created or a trick that you always just, want? Just a variation of something, of that, something I nev- yeah. that I never did. Um, the Yeah, creating moves is definitely difficult, but it does, it totally happens. Mm-hmm. It's usually now it's variations of things like, you know, 180 fake manuals. Like I never really was good at them. And so like I'll get into that. And then if you do like 180 fake manual kickflip, that's a trick you never did. Mm. And then you fake them all front, together. Fake frontside flip. That's another one. And then you you do like shove a heel flip out of it. And you got another new trick. And there's a, a limitless amount in just the frontside 180 fake manuals. Mm-hmm. So like there's no way to beat the game of skateboarding. But I try and I try and I try. Still try to this day. Yeah, I want I want to win. And still is passionate and still <laughs> and you enjoy just as much as you always have. Dude, it's so fun. The only thing that's a bummer is when my energy isn't there. Like I want to jump like I'm 12 yeah, all day long forever <laughs> and I've got other stuff to do or I like gas out or things start to hurt and I have to pick and choose my battles because I'd rather just try and try and try and try until the trick works rather than being like, okay, you know what? I'm not guaranteed I'm going to make this today. You know, I'm trying a trick like filming on a hand yeah. It's It's kind of tech. The run-up's not exactly right. I'm gassing out because I skated this thing before this. It makes more sense for me to come back. Let me make the smart decision here. Smart, dude. And come back mm-hmm. with fresh legs, knowing what I know now, and I'll just be able to do it next time. Yeah. That's smart. You have to keep all your energy and everything and organize your yes. time. And... <laughs> Did you ever break any bones? Yeah, I broke my teeth a bunch. Breaking your teeth sucks. Oh, those are, are those are fake teeth? Yeah. Okay. That's why they're so pretty. They're falling <laughs> they're falling out right now. So you knocked um, all those teeth out. Yeah, like I Damn. I smashed them. I didn't I never knocked them all out at one time. I smashed I broke one, killed the other one, and then chipped the other two. Wow. And then they had like gravel stuck in them. And then over time, the ones with the the one next to the one that I that I broke that one died from the inside so I had to get that one root canaled and and redone and then the other two were so chipped up from the gravel and stuff that they needed to be veneered yeah and then I got hit like a couple summers ago I got hit like in the nose with my board like right underneath my nose and it broke the posts that hold my teeth in holy shit and so like now I have to get my teeth redone again wow man so that's yeah. the major major that, those are the shittiest ones yeah because they're not just like oh man now i'm in a cast and this sucks you know can't wipe wow. my ass i got this cast on mm-hmm. um it's your mouth and so you know you know because you have a lot of tattoos there are places on your body where you can pretend it's not yours 
you know, you can stick your arm out and just be like, it's not mine, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, you can't do that when you're getting a tooth drilled. Nah, dude. It's in your face. It's, it's terrible. It's brutal, man. It's terrible. Um, so that's the main ones for you. That's it. That's, those are the main ones. You know, splitting eyebrows and splitting eyebrows and like I broke my leg, but I never got it checked out. And, uh, and I broke my foot. Uh, like I think both of them have broken like that outside bone. Oof. Um, but also never went and got it checked out. I've broken fingers and dislocated fingers and never really got them checked out. All the concussions. Dude, so many concussions. Wow. You know what sucks about the concussions is A, I don't want CTE. B, um, I didn't know what being knocked out was until like a couple years ago, like not long ago. Um, I was being told a story about when I passed out and I was like, no, nah, I wasn't passed out. I just like got the white curtain in front of yeah. my eyes and I could still hear everything that was going on around me. And, and they're like, no, no, you were asleep. You were out. Holy for like shit. a while and i was like i was like oh shit like is that what being knocked out mm -hmm. is and then i went then it all started coming back to me all of the different times that it was like that's knocked out i yeah. was knocked out there i was knocked out there i was knocked out there wow like just so many knockouts <laughs> that's crazy. i'm like oh damn it <laughs> wow that's a lot man it's like a boxer's life yeah yeah it's kind of scary um Maybe they'll find a cure for CTE by the time it's like there. Maybe. You know? <laughs> maybe maybe they'll be like, oh, you just eat more carrots or I don't know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that could be possible. Wishful thinking. Um, my last question is, it's pretty much the answer. Are you, are you an optimist or pessimist? But I know that you're an optimist. I'm an optimist like almost to a fault because I, I found that worrying about things doesn't help me. Doesn't help. It doesn't Especially help. things you can't control. Yeah. It's happening now. Yeah. And uh, uh, the only problem with it is I, there are things that I probably could and I don't look, I don't look in there because it's so scary mm. that I just, I just avoid it. But I'm definitely an optimist because I know that I can find happiness in little things. Yep. You know, like when the wind blows, when the leaves change, the sky is blue, my hand works, my eyes work, mm -hmm. I can hear music. I can find happiness in that. That's awesome. You know, all my stuff is gone and that makes me sad, but look at my little space. You know, I've got this, I've got this tiny house in the woods and that's my house and mm -hmm. look how cute it is and that's mine. And then I'm happy again. Yeah. But, but everything you start with, like... There's a thing, uh, Napoleon Hill, he started PMA. He says, um, what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. And that's like the whole thing for PMA. Like you put your mind to it, you stick to it and focus on it. I believe that stuff really works, man, a lot of the times. I think you're right. And I think that you sell you sell it on people. Like people, they, people are smart, man. Like for the most part, they can, they can sense things. Like how dogs stare at each other and they mm -hmm. like all of a sudden they just got beef out of nowhere. You're like, <laughs> they know something I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like people have that same sense. And like when you're, when you're like believing, when you're believing in the right things and you're putting out like the truth, people pick up on it. I agree, man. Especially when you've actually lived. Yeah. That's the thing. We actually I, I do. I like positivity more than negativity. Yes. 100%. 
but when positivity goes wrong is when <laughs> you're a 22-year-old motivational speaker who has lived a extremely charmed life, hasn't seen any hard times, and you're telling me how to deal with hard times. Then I'm like, hey, I'm happy you're not talking shit on the internet. That's great. You might, though, want to leave this up to the dudes that have you gotta live a little. Lived. You gotta live and be through a lot of stuff, hardships, yeah. all that stuff, man. Yeah. Or like go out, experience that shit, like learn from other people who have experienced that shit yeah, and come back it. to the table with something. Yeah. That's it. I, I agree too. But you you definitely you're definitely a shining example of PMA and Thank focusing you. on everything and get to where you are now. It's an amazing journey. It's awesome, man. You had a long career, man. And always Thank stayed you. yourself and always been true to yourself, you know? It says a lot. Way. It's the easier way. Yeah, but it, it works, and it, it, you don't have to do the other stuff. And that's right. And yeah. be happy with your with yourself and your beliefs, and stick to them. You know. That's right, and and also second guess them. Think about them. You know, think about your beliefs. Are they right? Yeah. How would, how would somebody else feel? You know, like if they, you know, that's that's important. That's an important part of it. And I think a lot of a lot of who I am stemmed from thinking about all of those situations, as many situations as I could conceive being in. Yeah. I would put myself in other shoes when I was younger, like real young, like 14, 13, 14. I would just sit in my bed and think about like, you know, like to the best of my ability, if I were a female and this were happening, how would I feel, you know, Mm -hmm. and try to like understand just try to understand with the best of what I got. Yeah. And I think that that helps. That's awesome. Yeah. I think you're very in tune with your body and your uh, mind and all that. Well, that'll be a first. <laughs> <laughs> that makes one of us. <laughs> um, okay, we covered a lot. I really appreciate you having me in your house and giving me your time today. So yeah. you, you, have, you have time. You have time to do this. But um, yeah, I think we talked about everything. All your influences. Yeah, man. I think we covered... Vern, we cover a lot, Vern? You ready to shred the gnar? Um, <laughs> and I'm excited. So I've been on Chris Cole's podcast twice. Whenever that's going to come out, maybe I shouldn't talk about it on here, but this is a podcast coming. Is there a yeah. name for it? Yeah, Common Ground. Okay. Toby Morris, part one, part two. Featuring Cole Tang. Um, I appreciate you having me <laughs> on your podcast, and thanks for having me in your house. Yeah, thanks for coming down, man. I think that was wonderful. I feel like we had like a little therapy session. It felt nice talking to you. Two and a half hours. Wow. So look at that. Vern's like, it felt like it. So Whatever, <laughs> Vern. Thank you, Vern, for coming down with me, Vern. All right. I think that's good, man. Hell yeah. All right. Thanks, thanks, thanks Chris. Bye. Later. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, please rate, review, uh, subscribe. If you haven't subscribed yet to this podcast, please do that. And whatever platform you are listening to this on, I'm glad you found me. You can rate me and review me on there also. So thank you guys sincerely for the support. I cannot wait for you guys to hear the next one.